Hello, and welcome to the Inland Sessions podcast. This is our opportunity to share conversations with regional artists about themselves, their passions, and their work. I am your host, Zana Morrow. Thank you for joining us. It doesn't all add up, but it feels all right to me. Daughter of a rambling father, ain't all I'm gonna ever be. My name is Caroline, and I'm 14, and I am a singer-songwriter, a performer, along with my brother JJ, and our band Small Town Strings. What about you, JJ? Introduce yourself. I'm JJ, and I'm also a singer-songwriter, and I'm an instrumentalist, and I do all the the hard stuff, <laughs> um, the <laughs> instruments for her, and I have no idea why I hear I'm here, actually. My mom said, all right, are you ready for the thing at 3 o'clock? I'm like, what thing? <laughs> so. Well, that's exciting, though. Yeah. Like, I'm doing a thing. Okay. Oh, bring my instruments. Oh, okay. Oh, we're here? I wonder what I'm going to do. This sounds <laughs> yeah. great. Awesome. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you roll with the punches, JJ. I roll with the punches. All right. That's how you guys have come so far so fast, it sounds like, is an adventurous spirit. For sure, Yeah. So how did you become singer-songwriters? How did that happen? Music has always been in our family with, well, realistically from my grandma being in a 90s cover band. And then my Aunt Brandy, obviously doing her job and what she does. And my dad being a very talented musician. It just kind of, we were always surrounded by it ever since we were really little. And it came naturally to us, and we both really found a love for it. I wanted to be an entertainer and be a rock star ever since I realized how much I loved attention. So, <laughs> <laughs> And for the entire time that I've loved the attention, I've JJ's just been there with me, being the really talented one and doing the hard stuff. So, Tell me about that, JJ. What's it like carrying this? It's, it's something. <laughs> I'll say that. How old are you, JJ? I'm 12. 12. So 12 and 14. You're close. And are the two of you small town strings, or do you have any other members? So for three years, we had some of our close friends who were also singers and instrumentalists who played with us. And um, they have both since gone to college. And um, we have a cousin, Josephine Hanseroth which is Uncle Phil Hanseroth, Aunt Brandy's bass player's daughter. And she, so, like, JJ's, like, super naturally talented, and I'm pretty naturally talented. Josephine is, like, the ultimate, right? Because her both of her parents are, like, phenoms. And oh. so she's, she's 10, and she sings harmony, and she plays different instruments, and she writes, and she's got perfect pitch. So whenever we're together, she'll come and play with us. Oh, that's amazing. So I I enjoyed, you know, the problem with audio only, with radio, is uh, no one got to see the face that you made, JJ, when she said you're the talented one. I just, I want people to picture it. <laughs> I want them to know that there's this, this beautiful angelic face going. Just picture the smug look, <laughs> how happy I am that I got to say that. <laughs> going, ah, oh, yeah, that's oh, yeah. me. <laughs> All right. And it's true, so... So how many instruments do you, each of you play? 
I'll go first because my list is the least impressive. I play banjo, guitar, piano, and a little bit of bass now. I play guitar, fiddle, mandolin, bass, I sing, and I play a little bit of piano. Ooh. And dobro, and has good rhythm, and sings harmony, and writes songs. I think your sister's a fan. <laughs> a little bit. Just a little bit. Just. Well, that's pretty cool. So how did you guys, so because you're in a, a musical family, it probably wasn't too unusual that you guys were interested in the business, right? And that you're interested in music, um, both sides really the music and the business side like I don't just want to play music I want to be a rock star yeah yeah I want to be a rock star and I also want it to be successful and I want it to be efficient and something that is going to last for a long time and for me personally once I got older and obviously getting older you get to see more things and be involved in more things like being backstage at concerts and stuff and realizing that there is a whole legion of people who are have like business degrees and like technician degrees and like math people and science people and it's that's the real job right mm-hmm. being the front man and being a musician is a job right but it's these people that have years and years of business knowledge that are really what keep everything going and I think that especially because of the things that I've learned of mistakes that uh, that have been shared to me because I have a lot of musicians that we know that are older than us they're like you need to know what you're doing and sometimes there's a little bit more to it than just the music Mm mm-hmm and uh, kind of knowing that there is a whole legion of people that make a concert happen. Mm-hmm. There's the people that you see behind stage who are literally technically making it run. And all the people who uh, probably are not even backstage who also made it happen. The bookers and the agents and, the, mm. and all the people signing all the paperwork. Yeah. So there's sure. a lot involved. I mean, uh, it usually takes people a long time to get to the level where they get to see that kind of business model that's behind music so it's really interesting that that uh a you're really interested in it and that you're interested in really looking and and seeing what it is even though you already know the part you want to play in the in the grand scheme of things yeah what i think is really important to know about these like yeah they may not be able to sing or write but they are still so insanely talented and insanely important I mean, that's the thing about being a rock star is that uh, how you become it and how you get to be that is that there's probably 20 to 30 people behind you who are making it happen uh, at any given time. Mm -hmm. So uh, you're you're the the front man and you're the star, but uh, there's no way that anybody can do it alone. For sure. And that includes all the fans. Right? Oh, yeah! You can't do it without the fans. You don't. You don't even need to get me started because our fan base is also a huge percent of a, is Aunt Brandy's fan base. And they are just some of the best people. So my aunt puts on this giant music festival in Mexico. Girls just want a weekend. And like we said earlier, I have two younger siblings. And there's this stage, one of the many stages of the venue, where it looks out like onto like the little ocean beach thing. So half the stage is in the water and half the stage is on land. And Evelyn and Sam wanted to go swim in the water. 
And, of course, my mom is, like, trying to monitor us, like, being in the stage area and monitor her other kids wanting to swim. And she goes, yeah, it's okay. Just go ahead and go over there. And then they, like, disappear, right? And mom's like, oh, no. Where did they go? Where's the other 50%? And And she looks over there, and there is this swarm of moms that are, like, putting on their life jackets and giving us sunscreen, make sure they're hydrated and make sure they know not to get trapped in any floaties. And it's just, and it's not even because, it's just because that's their instinct. That's what they do. And they're just so awesome for that. That's the thing about most people going to concerts is they're there to really have a good time. And a good concert is full of people who really want to take care of each other too. Yes. And they really do take care of, they take care of us and they take care of each other. It sounds like your mom has her hands full with so many musicians in the family. Yep. Yeah. And it's funny because she has no musical inclinations at all. I love you, Mom, but I'm sorry. (laughs) I mean, how does she deal with it? Does she want you guys to have a backup plan? Or is it rock star all the way? I mean, she's superhuman. So she says that uh, she's a teacher. Uh, Well, she's a vice principal now. But um, uh, I think that backup plan, like, the plan is never for it to not to work out, right? Like, this is the dream. But she's, but I really want to be a teacher like her. So she definitely supports us in having that because teaching is a great job. You get the whole summer off. <laughs> and, like, JJ wants to be a pilot. I want to be a pilot, yeah. Ooh, that's a good pick. Go ahead. Um, Dirk Spentley, he, um, he's probably one of my favorite artists, and he inspires me to be a pilot and a musician because he flies himself to his own shows, does the show that can leave on his own plane. I'm just like, I want to do that. I yeah. Be, I want to be that guy. That sounds like a good combination. Yeah. Yeah, of Espe- excitement. Especially great for me because guess who gets has to fly a plane and guess who gets to sit and chill? There you me. go. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm with the sit and chill one. Yeah. Co-pilot. <laughs> but, she, but she definitely supports, like, us, like, the music is everything, but she also, like, helps us cultivate these other ideas to help support the music, but also to give us a strong foundation to fall back if needed. What I'd like to do, I want to I wanna hear what you guys are, are packing. You guys brought in uh, a handful of instruments. We did. You're obviously packed full of talent. I want to unbox it. Let's do it. I want to do it right here. Let's do it right do now. Do you guys have an idea what you want to play first? Mm. Okay. <clears throat> So while we're waiting, JJ, what was the first instrument you picked up? Uh, the fiddle. The fiddle? The first one, yeah. Did you have lessons or did you pick it? Like, was that something your family picked for you or something you picked for yourself? Um, my aunt has a cello player. His name is Josh Newman, and he really inspired me, and I loved how much emotions he could put into a song with his cello playing. So I, it was really big, and I was like, I want to play something kind of my size, but it does the same thing. So I thought... Fiddle's pretty similar. So, so I decided when I was eight years old, I said, you know what, I want to play fiddle. So my aunt for me that Christmas got me this really nice um, quarter-sized fiddle. Oh. Quarter-sized fiddle. So that's what you started playing yes, on. Yes, that's a really small one. Some chicken in the straw. And, <laughs> yeah. and then you Pull get a... Cabbage down. <laughs> so just, this is an eight-year-old child that's picking this instrument that has no frets. And 
you have to like figure out how to like move the bottom half with your arm without moving the top half of your arm, which is really weird. I don't understand it, <laughs> but <laughs> he did it. <laughs> and enough that you wanted to, you wanted more instruments, and then you I wanted, wanted and then you wanted more. And I wanted more again. <laughs> What's the next instrument you want to pick up? Ooh. The next instrument? Oh, um. Uh, I I think I need to keep working on dobro so I've perfected that one enough to where I can do it for a couple shows. Ooh. And then if I wanted to move on to the next one, I'd want to really do the cello. Like, Ooh. I mean, fiddle's great, but let's do the real cello. <laughs> the cello is amazing. Yes. Alrighty. How's your tuning? Okay. Here we yeah. Go. All right. Keep it going. Okay. So let's do rambling first. Make sure everything's in tune. So this is a song called Ramblin'. It's a song that uh, I wrote. And it's really special because it's the first song that I released on Spotify and iTunes. So you can listen to it wherever you stream music. But um, it was a written about romanticized ideas of what being on the road was going to be like. And since we went on the road this summer, we'll just say that it was a lot less sleep, a lot more Taco Bell and Walmart <laughs> runs. But... Um, it's awesome nonetheless, and this song is taking us in pretty awesome places. Give it a try. Here's a bill you can keep the change for a 30 cent cup of coffee. Windows down, living on the road. I got big ideas and half the rent. Must be something greater, no means or plans, but still I go. It's tires and rust and canyon dust, it's dragging down the highway. I just carry more than I can tow. Gotta make Austin half the time that I slept in this morning. Speakers blowing out on my radio. packed with things that I don't need doesn't all add up but it feels alright to me the daughter of a rambling father ain't all gonna ever be and I close my eyes and I see someone else's dreams Pockets can't save a dime to save my soul. Yeah. Suitcase packed with things that I don't need. Doesn't all add up, but it feels alright to me. Daughter of a railing father ain't all I'm gonna ever be. And I close my eyes and I see. You're gonna learn Some people have two faces One they show the one that's true Got a lot to hide It's better just to face it But don't you let it reface you 
so beautiful thank you so much oh awesome oh just thank you so much (laughs) i'm so glad to be here this is fun it's always so much fun i get a lot of private concerts and i just never get over it (laughs) (laughs) that's so cool thank you i appreciate taking time out of your busy busy schedule to come play music here in the studio again we're here at ksps studios on spokane south hill uh where are you two from so we're from the tiny town. It's about three hours north called Curlew. All and right. If you guys know of it, <laughs> I applaud you. But lots of people don't. Well, Curlew gets our TV. Yeah, they know us. Yeah, they, they, we, we know you, but do you know us? That is the <laughs> real question. Here to chill. I appreciate your laid-back attitude. I appreciate how much fun you guys are having while you're playing. Yeah. What is one of the... Um, kind of really solid, memorable pieces of advice that your um, Aunt Brandy, Brandy has given you. I'm going to say Brandy, just to be fancy. Brandy, yes. <laughs> That's probably how Elton says her name. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have mine, Gigi, if you want to go first. I have t- uh, two. Okay, go ahead. That's probably one of yours, but the first one is do good and don't screw up. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something Dad would say. Dad and Brandy are the same person. <laughs> um, do get her. And no matter how naturally talented you are, you can get some places, but you can't succeed without some, um, not personal drive, some. Yeah, some determination to drive. Thank you. That's what I was going to say is it doesn't matter how naturally talented you are. All that matters is how much you love it, how hard you want to work for it. And just be undeniable. Uh, I think that's what you were saying, but I really live by that just being undeniable because it's a it's a critical business you know people are gonna people are gonna try and push you around and people are gonna try and ignore you Mm -hmm. if you don't make yourself unignorable undeniable yeah you got it she already does that (laughs) (laughs) those are some pretty good pieces of advice um now you've had some pretty big experiences on this recent this tour is this your first real big tour this summer it's a totally different way to live. Um, it is. Musicians have such a different life compared to everybody else. Now that you've had a taste of it, what do you really think of it? You told us a little bit about the the experience is quite a bit different than your first song about a tour. Yeah. Um, you know, an on-the-road song. But what else did it really teach you about yourself as people, as musicians, about that kind of schedule that is so strenuous? It's really interesting, actually. We don't, when we're, like, we don't measure, like, what time of day do you want to get up? It's like, do you want to get up at, like, 9 or 8? It's like, how many hours of sleep do you want to have? And so you don't set your alarm for 9 o'clock in the morning. You set your alarm for 8 hours of sleep. It's really interesting. Everybody does that. 
So you're learning about sleep deprivation. Yes. Absolutely. Well, you're going to need that as a rock star. When I am tired, my ADHD gets worse. And so if I don't, and I won't speak for you, but I'm pretty sure the same thing for you, JJ, is when we're tired, our ADHD gets worse and it's harder to focus and it's harder to do the things. So it's important that even though it's fun to stay up to 3 o'clock in the morning, if it's not totally necessary, sometimes it's better to just not. If you know you have to, like, navigate an airport the next morning or do another show the next day. Yeah, um, when you said that, um, I told my dad, I said, you know what's really funny? Before we came on tour and did stuff, I was always like, Mom, can I stay up for, like, 15 more minutes, please? And then you're like, come on, Jay, we, we got to go out there and talk to the people. I'm like, I just want to go to bed. <laughs> please, please. Just let me take a nap for 15 minutes, please. Just just a little bit. Just a little sleep. <laughs> you have media to talk to, honey. <laughs> Can I sleep after that? Can I sleep? <laughs> but usually it's funny because, like I said, the the fan base is lots of moms so moms with kids usually they go to bed after the show so it's like okay bye bye go away <laughs> we want to go to bed but it's fun it's really awesome so I take it that th- those experiences have taught you that you still want to do it yes, yes. <laughs> what are some of the perks that you didn't know that you might be getting uh, as a stage performer at some of these big events. I got mine. What do you, you want me to do? Like being on stage or just get, getting to general. go to the shows? Something that, like, really made you feel special and was a surprise to you. Um, you can go first. For me, it was it was realizing, so with this summer we did a lot of private shows for people who contracted us for private parties. And it was with meeting those people and the people that came to their shows and getting to, like, do, like, the tailgate busking and the meet and greets and, like, really get to, like, meet the fans. It, the community is really amazing. It's a really, really special and an amazing community. I just didn't realize that it was... You were going to be treated so awesome as we were treated this summer. And how much... Yeah, it's just how awesome everyone's, like... For example, we did a show in Salt Lake City when we weren't even having a layover. And we did it at this backyard venue called Faultline Folk. And um, the the couple who hosted it for us, they it was our first ever sold out ticketed show. It was for 100 tickets. We ended up selling 150. And everybody showed up and the crowd was so engaging. It was like a real like music connoisseur crowd and it was so awesome. And then for the after party, her neighbor had a pool, was his yard. And so until we just stayed up and swam in this guy's heated saltwater pool as the after party. And it was so epic. And it's like, who are you people? It wasn't a small pool either. It wasn't one of those like um, mini pools they got in your house. It was like a legitimate huge hotel pool. Just yes. In his backyard. <laughs> it's like, who we are swim- you guys? At our house, we swim in a cow trough. <laughs> you know one of those big blue ones? Yeah. That's what we swim in. That's what I used to swim in too. They work great. They're strong, can't break. I was kind of wondering because I saw that you guys played Nashville and that Winona Judd did join the stage with your aunt. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys get to meet her and get yes. to? She's so awesome. Awesome. She's awesome. Very very nice. She's very very nice, and she's she's, she's she's your favorite grandma. Yeah, she is. She is. She's like your favorite grandma. Um, is she is she like even better than? You wouldn't say no to your grandma, but, like, 
Hey, Winona, would you be my extra grandma? Yes. yes. And she'd be like, I thought I already was. <laughs> That's like the, her energy. So how do you picture things going differently being from a musical family and wanting to pursue music but maybe not having an aunt who is a, a legitimate rock star? I think it might have gone differently in the sense that I feel like we were kind of steered away from a lot of the bad things about this industry, a lot of the bad and toxic things that you come across as a young musician just trying to get their way into the business. And I feel like she has helped to show us that there is a community that's, like, amazing. And she's also built a community for us to be safe and play to in. Yeah, that's super true. She's built a community for us to be safe and to play in. And um, it, we've been steered away from a lot of the bad things that she experienced when she was just starting out. And I think there's a line between um, just being being sheltered and being aware of it and realizing, like, you can make these mistakes and go down this path, which is a no Mm-hmm. But you can make these mistakes and then go down, still go down this path, which is positive and good. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So I think it's all 100% for the better. So, I mean, you guys have been on so many adventures, um, especially for the age that you are. What, for you guys, is your is your next step? What do you want next out of this experience? I want her to get her driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> I got my driver's license last week. That's 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 next month. <sighs> well, driver's that's the song you're already writing about it. Yeah, <laughs> terrifying. But the next step for us is like we recorded "Haunted Heart," which is one of the songs that we released in my bedroom, and like full on Billie Eilish, Phineas style. And we want to do uh, a whole album like that. Ooh. Like eight to nine songs is what we're going for. So that's doing, that's the next step. I don't know what that'll cool lead home to. recordings? Yeah. Awesome. Now, can I can I make a request? Sure. Which is, um, my guess is you guys practice your harmonies pretty regularly. Yes. Do you have any acapella vocals that you could do for us? Um, you have to give it a second. Because, like... In theory, yes, but in execution. I know. I, I just popped it on you. I, I'm a surpriser. I know. Wide open, so come on home. 
come on home You don't have to be alone Just come on home Summer's End by John Prine Beautiful. Well, your mom is waiting for you downstairs. I want to thank you so much. You also got family in the car. It's all cool. Don't make us go back. (laughs) What I'll do, though, here's what we'll do to finish, is let's just say goodbye by another reintroduction. Again, we have been listening to uh, Caroline Carlisle and J.J. Carlisle here in KSPS Studios. Um, And would you... Would you each tell me your current favorite songs right now? I've got mine right here. Right It's there. called Ghost by the Indigo Girls. I love that song. Never gets old. I've got another one. Uh, Wouldn't It Be Nice, Beach Boys, Pet Sounds. Also, Never Gets Old. Um, I've been listening to some of the good Elton John, like the, um, I, I listen to the Honky Cat and um, Tiny Dancer. Also, I just want to mention, as I'm saying this, I just realized you're wearing an Elton John shirt, yeah. so that's kind of great. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> what were we listening to together the other day? And we Blue were just, Yodel. Yeah, Blue Yodel number eight. Eight? Eight, yeah. Okay. What were we listening to in the car the other day, and we were both just, like, going so hard? Rich Girl by Hall & Oates. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like your parents are definitely giving you a musical education. That's And for so sure. is your aunt and your whole family. Yeah. So, um... The whole family plays music, maybe except your mom? Uh, except for my mom's side of the family, but mm-hmm. yeah. All right, it's, it's, so it's all coming down the dad's side. Yes. yes. Is that the Carlisle side? Mm-hmm. Well, and it's coming from all branches of Carlisle's side, so from the Millers and the original Carlisle's and funneled down to us. So, <laughs> What's your favorite song from Brandy Carlisle, your aunt? What's the one that just you <laughs> so, love to watch her perform? No, my favorite song of hers is... Um, it just like literally just came out, but it's my favorite. It's um, it's the you and me on the rock, but it's the any can in this canyon haze version. I think is what it's called because Aunt Catherine's singing on it, and that is my favorite. Ooh. If I had, if I had to choose between listening to Aunt Brandy sing or Aunt Catherine sing, I'd make Aunt Catherine singing. Really? Yes. And I'm gonna send this to her so she knows that. <laughs> I love. Uh, she also has, uh, I think, a, a demo CD actually. Yeah, and um, I don't think she ever released it, but we have it in our house, and um, it, there's a song on it, and it goes, Yeah, I worked all day, and the sun went down to five. It's, it's a really, really fun song. It's for one of her old demos, and it's so good. That's what my dad was singing in the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for your time, you two. Again, would you introduce yourself, where you're from, and the name of your band? Yes. My name is Caroline Carlisle. I am 15, and I am a singer-songwriter from the band Small Town Strings, and I'm here with my brother, J.J. Carlisle. I am also a singer-songwriter from Small Town Strings, and I also play lots of instruments. And we live in Curly, Washington, and if you know where that is, we applaud you. And they're ready to become full-on rock stars. They're already on their way. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much.